Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Hope you had a great weekend. And thanks for settling in with us here for another week with a fun trip report. We're headed down to the Sunshine State. We're headed to Florida with listener Crystal to talk about her trip to Disney's Polynesian Village Resort last December for a trip with extended family. She took her two toddlers down to Walt Disney World for the very first time. And we talk about how she dreamed of this trip from the time these kids were born and also some fun times in all four Disney theme parks. How about some great meals at places like the Boathouse, Deluxe Burger, Regal Eagle, Garden Grill, and many more. We also talk about using Genie Plus and Rider Swap and being at Walt Disney World during the holidays. And by the way, if you're headed to Walt Disney World this holiday season, now is the time to get that trip going because the holidays will be here before you know it. I know, I know, it's only June. But it sneaks up on you. And Walt Disney World, the holidays start here in about six weeks. No kidding. Pretty soon. Don't forget, today's episode is brought to you by The Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today for all of your Disney trip planning needs. They're over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast who support this show each and every month. If you'd like to support the show, please come on over patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2098 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you had a great weekend. I know, I know. Hey, don't, don't come at me. It was only a two-day weekend. I can't help you there. I don't make the decisions. If it were up to me, we'd be off today again. We'd be grilling, sitting in hammocks. You know, last weekend was pretty awesome, but hey, it's June, it's summer, we're going to have a good time talking about a fun trip and speaking of summer, nothing says summer to me like Disney's Polynesian Resort, even in December, which is what we're going to talk about today with your friend and mine, listener of the show, Crystal, who's down in Florida. Crystal, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you tonight? I am wonderful. So living that Florida life, how is that being a, a Florida resident? Because I know everybody who listens outside of the state of Florida, we all, at least a little bit in the back of our minds, have that dream. Maybe not in June, but definitely in January. Most of us are like, God, everybody down there is smarter than we are. So how's that down there? Uh, I love where I live. Um, I live where people vacation. It's amazing. I tried to live in Boston for a year and I said, oh my goodness, I don't know how you do it. I need to go home and I will never live in a place where there's snow again. <laughs> I'm right with you. Someday I'm going to get out of the guy, you know, places because in St. Louis in the wintertime, the wind chill gets, you know, 20 degrees below zero in January some days. And it just, it, it hurts just to be alive when you're outside. You know, you're not, all you're doing is trying to get to your car. You're not trying to do anything yeah. heroic. And, you know, it, it's painful just to exist. And you guys Everything are Everything hurts. Like, yeah, and you guys put on sweaters when it's like 55, so. That's right. 
<laughs> yeah, I've got one on now, and it's 85. So. <laughs> I do too, though, because it's really chilly in my basement right now. So anyway, and again, I like this jacket. I picked up a couple of years ago on my AP discount. as a steal, so I got to wear it when I get the chance. So all right, That's it. let's jump in. Before we get to your trip, though, I want to get your background, like your, your, your Disney fandom. Like, where does it come from? Give us a little of your backstory, because I'd like to, to know about our listeners. Well, I knew you were going to ask me this question. So I actually went to my mom and said, can you tell me the first trip that I took to Walt Disney World? And she said, oh, that's easy. You were six months old in 1984. So I have no recollection of that first trip, but that's when my mom tells me that I went. And I really probably have been at least twice a year ever since then. I had a time like college and early 20s where I didn't go twice a year anymore. Um, but as a young child, we went at least twice a year and we only lived two hours away. So it was easy to get there and back really quickly, sometimes even just day trips, which was awesome. Um, but huge fan of Disney my whole life. Um, I got engaged at Walt Disney World. Oh, wow. I spent part of my honeymoon in Disneyland. Um, yeah, huge you're, fan. You're all in. I'm all in. <laughs> That's Someday what I like. I'll get a DVC contract, but we just haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> hey, I mean, you gotta have you gotta have something to look forward to. Can't, That's right. You know, it's why I've been holding off for Disneyland for so long. I got I'll have Alani and I'll have all the international parks still, so I'm still I'm still fine after July. But uh, yeah, that'll be Mallory's story. She went her first time when she was six months old, and we got great pictures of you know her sleeping on you know yeah. we got the family picture of us standing on Main Street USA. She zonked out in the stroller. But, you know, it's a picture. So let me ask you this, though. So growing up, though, what are some of your favorites from years gone by? You know, extinct attraction shows. What's something that you would bring back if you could here in this 50th anniversary celebration year? I know, like everybody would say Horizons, and that would be one of mine. But I'm going to say the Holly Jolly dinner show that was at the Contemporary back in the 90s. That's a deep cut. Uh, In the ballroom. That's a deep cut. Look at that. (laughs) <laughs> Not many people. So good. That. Yeah. So campy and hokey and just really Disney. I don't know. That was good stuff right there. I like it. I like it. That's good. That's very good. <laughs> I mean, right now we're just thankful to get back Hoopty Doo here in the next couple of weeks. Exciting. Yes. I was worried for that one. Once Spirit of Aloha went away, I was like, oh, please. I was don't. too. Please tell me Hoopty Doo's not a goner. Cause I mean, you right. know, it's, it's as close to like Silver Dollar City, Branson, where I'm from. I mean, like, give me a little bit of that. Cause I, I do love that show. And it's, you know, there's very few things that are still 1971-ish right. left. Right. And that, that yep. is one of those things. So, uh, and speaking of that, we're going to talk about your trip to the Polynesian. So we're going to talk about your trip. You've been many times since you're down in Florida. So you have the, uh, you know, the opportunity to go a lot more probably than most of us because of your proximity to Walt Disney World. But this is a pretty epic trip. We're going to talk about in December. And it's kind of fun to talk about December and January, in January, in Ju- uh, June, because, I mean, believe it or not, if you're going to go down this holiday season, now is the time. I mean, you actually might be late right now. You might be late. But you got to get on it right now if you want to go. And that's a great time to visit. And you're going to get some of those reasons on today's show. But let me ask you about the planning. Like, how did this trip come together? Why'd you go in December? And like, what was the planning of it like? So interestingly enough, we've had this planned since my, well, before my daughter was born, really, my four-year-old daughter. She's four now. She was three at the time of this trip, about to turn four. And we said that we would take her um, on her fourth birthday to Walt Disney World. And my husband is not as big of a fan as I was, so I would have taken her at six months. But he's like, ah, she's not going to get anything out of it. Mm." 
So we kind of went back and forth, but we decided, okay, her fourth birthday, this is a good time to go. Um, and then my, I had a second child. So I now have a two-year-old son who was one at the time of this trip. And so we're going, well, it's kind of not fair to go for her birthday. If we went during December, which is around his birthday, then we are, we're getting the best of everything. We celebrate two birthdays and we get the Christmas stuff. Right. And so that's how we decided on this time. Very good. Okay. So with kids that age though, they're, they're, you know, very young, pretty young, but I mean, your daughter's a little bit older. She can kind of understand what's going on. How much did you guys do pre-trip as far as like countdowns and building up the excitement? Cause to me, I've said this for years and years on the show. And I was talking to Scott about this actually this past week. Cause he, he booked a cruise last week. As you, as you might know, you heard, <laughs> you know, yeah. on a, on a Tuesday, he's like, dude, book me a cruise. I'm like, for when he's like Friday, like, you mean, <laughs> I was like Friday, like 72 hours from now. He's like, yes. And he did it. And it was crazy. We're going to talk about it. But part of the excitement of a Disney trip for me is like the whole lead up of the thing. Like I love as painful as it is. I like the months and months of dreaming about what, what ifs, you know, what could happen and making a plan, changing the plans, modifying because of hours and all that kind of stuff. So how much did you have the family involved in this or because your husband's not a huge Disney fan? Did, did you just kind of take the lead or do you and your daughter kind of go back and forth? How'd that go pre-trip? Well, I mean, most of it was me, but it's sort of, everybody else gets consumed by it because I have on podcasts and YouTube <laughs> and that's all anybody ever listens to. So I joke and say, my daughter has probably heard your voice, Mike, more than a lot of the members of her family. So she really has a whole lot of Disney knowledge, but she didn't really realize what she had the knowledge on, I guess. I mean, she's seen some stuff in the parks and I would like put on YouTube and say, that's where we're going to go. But she couldn't really understand until we showed up um the, the one thing that we did do is we took them to sea world last summer and we basically said to them look this is this is your training this is military boot camp we're not playing around if you can't hang in a hotel right. if you can't get in the parks if you can't take the heat like we don't know we, we can't do the disney thing because we need you to to you know roll with the punches here and we kind of tested it out to see how they were going to do because we really didn't want to put themselves put ourselves and them in a situation that was just going to be awful if they were going to be melting down and it was going to be really just not fun for anybody then we would maybe reconsidered our time frame for the trip but i think that they were born for this it's in their blood it's in their genes they were ready <laughs> it has to be it better be no but that's a great tip i mean you know even here in st louis for example you know you could take your family to a six flags and you're not investing near the the money that you are right. going to Walt Disney World, you could because there's a hotel right next door. You could stay the night at the there's a Ramada Inn. You could stay there for like eighty bucks, you know, for the night, and then you could go over to the park, practice standing in lines, meeting Tweety Bird and yeah. Sylvester, you know, f characters, because you know meeting a character is similar, you know, to Walt Disney World. Of course, they're kind of scary looking at Six Flags, <laughs> but I mean, you know, you got the whole process of what it's like to be in an amusement park or a theme park. That's a great tip because I don't think we ever bring that up, but you know, at least they have some kind of a context as to how the day unfolds. You know, it's a lot different being outside, being on your feet, sometimes getting out of the stroller, in the stroller. And it's probably also good for the parents because you get to work out some of the logistics of how it's going to flow when you get to Walt Disney World, which probably makes the entire trip smoother when you arrive. Right. Absolutely. It was a really, I'm so glad that we did that. It was great practice for them. Great practice for us. Um, it just worked out really well. All right. Let's get into the fun stuff. You picked the Polynesian. Not a bad place to hang your hat. It's a lot better than the Ramada in Six Flags. Uh, how was that, and why'd you pick it? 
You know, I actually picked it because it was kind of a bucket list resort. I've stayed at a lot of them. I'm going, you know, I haven't stayed at the Poly. This is a big trip for us, big deal. Kids' first trip. We're going to go all out. This is where I want to stay. Um, and so that was really the reasoning behind it. So did it live up to your expectations? You had the Moana re-theme very recently, right before you guys yes. got there. Um you know, it's got the history to it. You're obviously somebody that's into the Disney history. You got the proximity to the Magic Kingdom, monorail access, great right. dining on monorail access, yeah. easy in, easy out. Um, and we loved the Moana rooms. Um, it was great. I, it, I think overall it really did live up to our expectations. I think that we got a little bit of pixie dust. We did not pay for a Marina View room, but we ended up getting a Marina View room, which was a nice surprise when we got there. Um and I think it may be because we slash you requested a tub for us. I think a lot of those rooms only have a stand-up shower. And my daughter has some sensory issues and she would have screamed, cried. People would have thought that, I don't know, they would have called the police, our neighbors, had we just had a stand-up shower in the room. So I, I'm not sure if that's it, but maybe if you request a tub, you might get a room upgrade. Um, the only thing that was kind of a bummer is that our room wasn't ready right on time. Um, so we did have to wait a little while, which we just kind of toured, but, you know, toured the, the, the lobby and smelled the lobby. Only Disney fans understand, only Disney fans understand what you mean by that. If somebody's just jumping in, they're like, smell the lobby, smell the lobby, (laughs) take big inhales and breathe. Um, so we just kind of walked around a little bit. My parents were also there and they of course had a theme park view room. Um, and they're like, just come to our room and hang out. I'm like, I don't even want to see your room. I'm going to see my room first. Thank you very much. Um, and so that was, it was a little bit of a bummer. And then once we, our room was ready, of course, our magic pants didn't work. So we had to call somebody. So that was a little bit of a confusing thing, but I know that happens to a lot of people. Mine, for um, the record, mine never work. I just think it, like something's in my bones or something that just deactivate <laughs> magic bands. I've, I've come to that conclusion. Like. <laughs> It's never, I just go to the door like, this isn't going to work. <laughs> just, that's what I just thought. Give it a yeah. shot. That's never See how it goes. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, it, we loved the room. Oh, that's so good. I've, it's still, I got to do that someday. Okay, so let's. Talk, so your first day, I'm looking at your notes. You gave me some great notes, and I'm already getting hungry just looking at them. You guys kind of all met up. You had some other family over at Pop Century. Decided to head over to Disney Springs. Kind of a great way because you don't want to waste or you know you you don't want to spend a whole your arrival day sometimes in the theme parks. Everybody's traveling, just kind of ease into the vacation. Little deluxe burger, kind of blaze pizza, and then made your way back to get set up for for your first day. Correct. So, was do you like how that that played out there? It worked out really well. We didn't want to have a a, res- a dining reservation and worry about what if somebody's late, what if something happens, and because our room was backed up, it probably would have caused a problem. So it was a good call. We everybody got there. Everybody met up at Disney Springs. Um, I love deluxe burger. Um, so, and everybody was interested in that, except for my daughter. My daughter won't eat a burger. Um, I feel you. I feel you. I have same kids. I mean, (laughs) you you could never just go to one restaurant ever, ever in my life. No. So luckily blaze is right across the way. And my (laughs) daughter, my son and I, all three of us don't eat gluten. So my daughter could get a gluten-free pizza. I could get a gluten-free burger and everybody was happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Yes. Well, that's good. Yeah. I love, I I could eat it either. I'd be happy, but yeah, deluxe burger. If I had my choice is where I would be, but I've heard, I've heard that, uh, that gluten-free pizza at uh, deluxe or at uh, uh, blaze is really good. That's uh, everybody says it's really good. Very good. good. Okay. So now 
Let me. I'm looking at day two, your first full day at Walt Disney World. You're doing it right, in my estimation. Magic, especially if you're staying at the Polynesian, got to go to the Magic Kingdom first. Like, if you guys would have gone to Animal Kingdom on day one, I wouldn't have said anything here publicly on the show, but I'd have been slightly disappointed in you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. You're you, right there. Well, you're I looking can't. at it. You got to go to Magic Kingdom. Day one always has to be Magic Kingdom. Good. Okay, good. Let me give you the You power. have to. <laughs> good, because that's exactly, I mean, you're looking at it at the Polynesian. So you get up. Now, it looks like you had a little drama because you're Florida residents and how the ticketing works. So t- tell us about that, because, you know, they, hey, that's one of the bonuses. We don't get a discount, so maybe we don't have to get this drama. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, everybody can say, ha ha, but we fortunately had bought annual passes basically the day they got released. My husband was like, basically surprised me. I'm like, you didn't need to do that. I'm, I know we we're going to get them. He's like, no, 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 it's cool. We got them. Like we're going, this is great. And so we bought them. We're like, okay, we're good. And then we had, um, everybody else was on just a, a two day kind of Florida resident special ticket that they offer sometimes. I don't know what it's called. Um, but we get there and my husband scans in and he was fine. And then I scanned in and they're like, we don't have your proof of residency. And so we had to go and stand in line in guest relations. And then the lady started like questioning my husband and like really like coming after him and asking him all these questions about how did you get in? And when did you show your ID? And he apparently wasn't supposed to be able to get in, but his he's like, I'm out. Work. I'm heading back to Casey's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we, th- there was a little bit of drama, so we missed out a lot on the early entry. But lesson learned. It, it is what it is. Um, we got in, um, and we just headed to Fantasyland. And, of course, by the time we got to Peter Pan, it was already 40 minutes. So it was like, okay, we are going to try and do some other things. We did by Genie Plus. Um, I know that you always say this, and we really dropped the ball. We had a family friend who lives locally also meet us that day at the Magic Kingdom, and so she wasn't connected to all of us on our friends and family on your, what do mm-hmm. you call it? My yeah, Disney my experience. Disney and um, that created an issue. Even though she had Genie Plus, when we went to go book a Genie reservation, her times weren't always lining up with our times. And even then, like, it was a pretty busy day. Like, we would look and by the time we regrouped, we'd hit a time or we'd hit the ride to book and it was already gone and it like changes the time on you sometimes. And we're like, what? It's 12 o'clock. Like it's nine in the morning. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that makes sure that everybody that you need linked to this party is linked in my Disney experience just because it was hard. We had eight people. And I think because of the part, the size of our party, plus the fact that we were trying to add somebody else who wasn't connected we really missed out on a lot of opportunities, I think, which was unfortunate. There was a little bit of a learning curve for us. Um, you know, the Disney fan in me started to get stressed because I'm type A and I'm going, we're missing out on all of these things. And what are we going to do? And this is this is terrible. And my husband's looking at me. He's like, everybody's having a good time but you. Relax <laughs> and take that a deep is breath. Yeah, that is this true. is fun. Like, this is supposed to be fun. It doesn't matter if we just get on Dumbo and the teacups and we paid an extra $15 per person for Genie Plus. No one cares. The kids are having a good time. Relax. But, you know, th- that's such a great point, though, because I think you're speaking to the the audience that's listening to our show today. You know, whether we're they're walking the dog or taking a run or riding on the bus to work, whatever it is, most likely the person listening today is that person who stresses out with everybody in the travel party. I want to make sure that they're having a good time because when I'm there, no matter how many times my family's been and they've been quite a few times because I always want to go and they go with me, but I'm always worried that they're having a good time. A lot of times probably at the expense of myself, 
because I want them to love it like I do. And they never probably will love it as much as I do, but they put up with it. But I think that's a good point that if you just kind of take a step back and look and like, hey, you know what? We're at a pretty cool place. And I think maybe the expectations we have on ourselves because we want the perfect vacation is, you know, maybe it's unrealistic. Even though I totally understand what you're saying. I wish Genie Plus and this whole system wasn't so complicated, so convoluted. It It's difficult. It's complex. And it's harder than it needs to be. And I understand that we're in 2022 and I wish things were simpler. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the system as it stands right now. It is what it is. But you're exactly right because it shouldn't be that hard for a group of eight to be able to just ride a ride together. You know, like it shouldn't be like rocket science. And some of the stuff is turning into rocket science. I mean, seven o'clock in the morning shouldn't be stressful on your vacation. You know, seven o'clock in the morning on vacation is way more stressful than probably seven o'clock in the morning at work, you know, and that, that shouldn't be the case. Right. So, yeah. So it was, like I said, a learning curve. Um, and I just had to take a step back and say, you know, whatever we get to do today, is what we get to do. Good point. My kids are smiling. They're having a good time. And really, like, why else are we here? We're here for them. That's true. Um, so once I kind of checked myself <laughs> and just said, okay, it, it's going to be a great day no matter what. Um, we had, we we really did. We had a great time. Um, we did most of the stuff in Fantasyland that we wanted to do that we could do. Um, my son is was almost two. He was, we celebrated his birthday at the end of the trip. So he was still one, but He's a little guy, so he can't get on a lot of stuff. Even stuff that my daughter could have gotten on, um, we we didn't do that during this part of the trip. We really wanted everybody to just be able to do things together, so we really focused on that. Um, and we got to meet Mickey, which was super exciting too. Um, at that time, we were still in masks yeah. and we were socially distanced, so it wasn't the Mickey meet and greet that I had, you know, in my head where right. I'm going, yes, you know, they're going to hug Mickey and this is going to be wonderful. Um, but they didn't know any different at the time. And you know you what, know? you know, what? Though hopefully knock on wood, like 10 years from now, you'll look back at that picture and it will mark a certain time period that, you know, it's, it's a piece of history, you know what I'm saying? As weird as it looks. And I hope that it does look weird and that we don't, you know, this isn't like a yearly thing. Like, oh, that's just when, you know, that's the new normal. I hope that isn't the case. But that that's kind of the thing I'm kind of looking at those kind of pictures as. Because now when I look at my Disney pictures and I see everybody in masks, it's starting to look a little weird again. You know, because now for, for a few weeks there, when I saw people at Walt Disney World without masks, it was weird. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, my brain. Like, I can't believe like people without masks is weird. That's the norm. Like, it's so, you know, it, it's weird how that goes. Yeah, so so we have taken other ships since then, and we've gotten our hug with Mickey and all <laughs> of that, which is great. But at the time, you know, we were just we were happy to meet him. We were happy that there were meet and greets to have, and that we got to have that photo, and that and they just loved it. To be able to see Mickey in person was just huge for them. Um, so what else? We that day we also had lunch at Casey's. Um, that was another thing we we tried not to do a. Um, 80 yards in the park. We just wanted, we didn't know how the flow was going to go. We right. didn't know how the kids were going to do. We just wanted to take things fairly slowly. So um, we got to eat at Casey's. A cavalcade went by as we were eating and got to see it, Sweet. which was really neat. Um, and then we, about 2.30, my kids were starting to, starting to fade. Um, and so I'm like, you know, we're going to, we're going to pause and we're going to head back to the poly. We let everybody else stay in the park. Um, my cousin, my aunt, um, their friend, and then my mom and my dad were there and they 
got to hunt, hang out and do the things they wanted to do, which was kind of neat. We, we, to the best of our ability, we tried to hook them up with, with a, another ride for Jeannie so that at least they could yes. get on something and tried to teach them a little bit how to do it. Um, and then we all met up at Disney Springs at the boathouse um, for dinner. Your, your kids at 2.30. I never make it to 2.30 at the Magic Kingdom anymore. <laughs> they're, they're stronger than I am. I'm ready to bounce by about noon. But uh, yeah, because yeah. no, I love a good morning, but I'm pooped by then. So Boathouse, though, great signature restaurant, Disney Springs. It, it, I think it's a great place to take a group because there's a lot on It's a big menu. And pretty, I mean, even though it's a signature restaurant, very casual, too. Like, I think everybody can feel comfortable. It's a beautiful place to eat. Did, did it work out for you guys, I hope? It worked out great for us. Um we're, you know, between having some allergies and just kind of being selective, I think it was, it made sense for everybody. Everybody could get something. Everybody liked it. It was a nice place just to sit down and relax that wasn't in a theme park. Um, and just, it, it seemed a little bit more low key and, and re, you know, a, play, a good place for us to unwind um, after the busy day. And of course my kids basically slept through all of it. They never, I, we anticipated <laughs> they would sleep at the poly and they never did. And we're like, Oh, how's this dinner going to go? Yep. Um, but they, they, they fell asleep on the way there. <laughs> and so we just let them sleep until the food came. Good idea. My advice again was always don't poke a sleeping bear. <laughs> That's what I always said. Yeah. Valerie was like, don't poke her. Don't, don't mess with her. Just Absolutely. leave her alone. But I like, here, here's about the staying the Polynesian though, because I want to make sure we get through the whole trip. I, I get all hung up on these stories and I just want to talk about like one day, then it's like, oh my God, we talked about that for half an hour and we got the whole trip. <laughs> but I mean, you, you're getting the kids ready for bed that night to get ready for another amazing day the next day at Epcot. But here's the beauty of staying the Polynesian giving them baths. All of a sudden you hear a few fireworks right outside your door. Go <laughs> okay, let's go watch fireworks real quick. I mean, how cool is that? That's what it's all about. It was so awesome. And really we had no plans to stay late at any of the parks. We had no anticipation of seeing any fireworks the entire time, but because they slept a little bit late at the boathouse, you know, we, we kind of took our time and we got some gluten-free treats over at Aaron McKenna's before we headed back to the poly and they're coming out of the bath. We get their jammies on and we hear it and we're, we're right out there by the Marina. So we, open that sliding glass door we jumped out of there we're like look the fireworks and that truly made the day after being stressed out earlier in the day and going oh how's this gonna go and i don't know i don't think it's working out when i saw those fireworks and my kids were pointing at them and just in awe i was like this is it if i don't do anything else cool the entire time we're here this was the reason that we came this that's, is amazing oh that, that makes me feel so good that is exa- that, that's why i love doing the show because everybody that's listening today is like oh that's so cool that, i hope i hope everybody's saying that because that's i hope that's why you listen because we try to spread the good here and that's the good all right so let me ask you about this so your next day you went to epcot and this was back in the day i still can't believe this this was back when epcot was opening at 11 o'clock in the morning which yes. killed me because i'm a morning person and now it's opening at like 8.30. It's like it's totally yeah. gone the opposite way. Like you just open at 9. Now it's even before 9. So let me just ask you, though, because you, you've been going there forever. Like, was that weird for you, too? Because it was the that period of 11 o'clock opening at Epcot. was It, it screwed up my whole day because even if you would go at 11 o'clock and you, like, went hard, like, if you were in the park for two hours, it was 1, 1.30, like, before you knew it. And, you know, I'm usually not in the park in the middle of the afternoon. What did you think about that? It was, it was tough, but there was kind of a method to my madness because my son would typically nap around noon. So I'm going 11 o'clock. He's going to want to sleep by the time right. we get there. But we had a good breakfast at Steakhouse 71. And the only evening thing we had planned was the candlelight processional. 
So I said, you know, if we get there late and we kind of ease everybody in, maybe he'll take a nap in the stroller and maybe we'll make it to the candlelight processional. Um, so even though it typically wouldn't have been my favorite, I think it worked well for us this day. That is a good point because the times, now that I think about it, when it was open at 11, I was down there, we would go like to Old Key, we'd go like to Olivia's and get a, you know, kind of a breakfast and then jump over to the park and it worked. And I think about that. So Steakhouse 71, what'd you think of that? I mean, of course, right there across from uh, the Polynesian at the Contemporary. I loved it. And my you, well, you should, of, because you got the nostalgia there. You wanted to bring back, you know, the contemporary, all the old stuff there. <laughs> totally. And I knew that there was pictures of Walt in there. And I had heard that the food was good. And so I'm going, I'm excited about this meal. But really, I, I wasn't anticipating it was going to be as good as it was. And the rest of my family were like, ah, we're tired. We don't want to do it. And so I'm like, okay, we're going. And then so I get to the park and they're like, how was breakfast? And I'm like, you guys missed out. You should not have skipped that meal. It was great. That is good. I love that place. I got to get back. I haven't been there in my last couple trips, but I loved it. And shout out again to Tim, our favorite <laughs> server at uh, at uh, Steakhouse 71. So if you ever get over there, ask for Tim. He All right. He'll take care of you. Okay. So tell us about your day, though, over at Epcot. You guys were trying to make it to Candlelight Processional at the end of the day, but trying yep. to ease your way through, but also you know, get a lot done. So what were some of the highlights? Um, we had a little monorail drama, but we did get a free Genie Plus app out of it. Um, I don't know. I can't even remember what happened. Um, but we did not again, make early park entry. So I'm feeling a little cursed. <laughs> like I can't get two. in. Yeah, you're over two. Park entry. <laughs> um, we did bust out the bubble wands, which saved us in the, just waiting and waiting for like an hour for the monorail. And we got a free genie plus, um, selection, but it didn't include frozen, which is the reason we were trying to get there. So that was a bit of a bummer, but okay. Um, at least we got something for our It's like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife, isn't it? Yes, ironic? that's it, Alanis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, again, we took it easy. You know, we rode uh, the Three Caballeros ride. We did Figment. We did all the things that you would expect a toddler would like and enjoy. Um, we did Regal Eagle. They had a good gluten-free burger there as well. Um, and just... We just hung out. We took it really slow. We walked around and just enjoyed. My kids did sleep a little bit in the stroller. So at that point, we're just, we're kind of just doing laps, um, letting them take a rest. And then we did Garden Grill for dinner, which was awesome. And that was part of our candlelight process, processional package. So, yeah, it's like Garden Grill. That's my favorite. My fam, like as a whole, my family, everybody loves Garden Grill. Like that's one we that everybody it. says we have. Like my wife, my daughter's Garden Grill, everybody says always have to do yep again and we had all those people and everybody was really pleased the character interactions were great um a lot of character interactions um they just kept coming and so my kids loved that um and then by the time we were done it was time to head over to the america gardens stage there and and watch the show but the kids didn't make it they were you guys they didn't had to make bounce. it i know it's so By sad you made it through the whole day there, but I, hey i've been just, there man i've been there trust me i get it i totally understand they were just fussy and making noise and i'm just, i know people are like you're at disney there's gonna be kids screaming but it's, no but it's god bless you for taking them back because you know what the kids aren't happy and then everybody around you is having a miserable right. time like you are the parent that's parenting thank god you know i, I I feel bad that you missed out on the show, but you, you, you know, I hate to say, you know, and I'm not trying to be judgmental, but that don't let the, don't force the kids to be there screaming because they're exhausted. It, 
I'm glad right. they, did they didn't like, want to be there. Happened. Everybody else around didn't want to hear them. Exactly. Cuss. Exactly. What I want to so, say without and saying then I'm it. I'm yeah. stressed out going, are you guys okay? And are these people okay? And they're looking at me and you know, it's right. just, it, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. The kids wouldn't have enjoyed it. And the people around us wouldn't have enjoyed it. And it's, it's a no win situation. So we left the family there. And then my husband and I took our kids and we went back to the poly. Um, but my, my family loved the show loved it i've never seen it actually um so someday i'll get there yeah, yeah. i'm like just get, not ready for you it. you need to it's it's amazing i mean you know the christmas story from the bible it's it's peaceful and everything but you know screaming kids uh, just change yeah. a little bit no, just kidding yep. no they'll, they'll get, you'll get to see it it's, it's really nice okay so next day animal kingdom give us some highlights from over there kids really tend to, to like animal kingdom i think did your kids like that park a lot they did um it's it's a little slower paced a little less sensory stimulation everywhere i think um we did finally make it for early entry so we were really thinking that we were something at this point and early entry at animal kingdom is real early yeah <laughs> it was like at 7 30 or 8 or something where it's like wow okay um but we got there we um grabbed a starbucks and we got in line for the safari um and my kids just loved seeing the animals. That's the best. That, that, I'm getting old. You know, I think it's the little kids and the old people, but I'm in the old <laughs> people category now because I love the safari. Like, used to be Everest. Now it's the safari. Yeah. <laughs> Put me in a Jeep. Let me see some giraffe. I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. They just, it, that's it. I mean, they just point and look at those giraffe. Like, I mean, they won the lottery. I mean, it's just, it's great. They loved it. We loved it. Um, and then my husband... Um, surprised me with a, a lightning lane reservation for flight of passage because we had never been on it and we knew we weren't going to get on it with children anytime soon anyway. And so we had extended family there. So we said, you take the children and we're going to go ride this ride. So we got to do that, which was really cool. A little motion sicknessy for me, a little bit, not a lot. Um, but it was, it was a great ride. Okay. Let's break out of this trip for one second. Cause we were talking in the pre-show. You have just gotten back. You've gone on trips since this, obviously this was December. You just got back from an AP preview of cosmic rewind. So you yeah. would say that flight of passage got you more than cosmic rewind did as far as motion. Sickness? It did. Huh. But here's my caveat. I took a natural, like just an herbal thing for motion sickness before cosmic rewind because Smart. I was nervous. Could it be, did it work? I have no idea. Could have been total placebo. Could it have affected me not one way or another? I don't know. But I didn't take that before Flight of Passage, so it's hard for me to say if I had a little help with Cosmic Rewind or not. Well, I think, too, what I've what I've learned over the years is that if there is natural motion, like, you know, Cosmic Rewind is a roller coaster that is physically moving very rapidly on a track. I can handle things better than a simulator that is not moving, you know, like in it's simulating movement movement, like in star tours or something like yes. that, where I'm just in a chair, but it's, you know, it's like telling my brain that I'm, you know, going all these places up and down and warp speed, even, right. you That's know, a a smuggler's run, but at least I am moving. And the only good thing about flight of passage, they have that wind. So that does, I think right. that's the saving grace to keep, keep right. me all together. But yeah, I, I feel like <laughs> it is. it's, uh, I can do it, but it, put, it takes me to the, uh, to the brink. Okay, so you guys went over, you had Satuli Canteen, so what did you think about that for lunch? It's a good little place. We loved Satuli Canteen, and we had eaten there before, um, but of course, part of our party wanted something else, so that was a little bit of drama where we were trying to get Pizza Fari into Satuli Canteen, and the way they had it at that point, it was kind of like a no-no and kind of like a big deal that we were trying to do this, so I wouldn't recommend that, um, but I, I really like Satuli Canteen. I think it's a really great 
quick service option. Cool. So then after that, you hop out midday break, explore some Wilderness Lodge, and you uh, have a meal that evening at Geyser Point. One of the, again, hidden gems of Walt Disney World, because especially if you're at the Magic Kingdom, it's a great just quick boat ride over. You can eat outside if the weather's nice and just get away from the crowds and you know, it's, it's like an outdoor bar. It's got good, you know, it's really got good food, good drinks and TV and atmosphere. I mean, it's nice. So did you guys like it? It was lovely. Um, the weather was like perfect to eat outside. There was breeze, but it wasn't freezing cold. Um, we really wanted to go not just for Geyser Point because we heard it was good, but because it was Christmas time and we wanted to enjoy Wilderness Lodge to see the tree, to look in the lobby, to walk around. Um, so I was glad that we kind of got to kill two birds with one stone and, and, you know, get to enjoy the, the festive nature of the resort and also get a good meal in. All right. So your next day, it's so funny. It says day five Epcot, but it was supposed to be a rest day. It says so. Plan to kind of, and that's a good time to have a rest day. Three, four, five days into the trip. Let everybody kind of sleep in, maybe go to the pool, kind of uh, let your legs catch up because your legs are getting tired. Mentally, you're getting tired of being overstimulated all the time. But you guys went into a theme park, but you had a nice breakfast. Looks like Kona. And Kona brought back, I don't know, I can't remember in December, but I know they have recently brought back the Big Kahuna for folks that are looking for the one of the best breakfast items on any menu at any Walt Disney World restaurant. The Big Kahuna's back um, All right. at Kona. But what would you guys think, and how did this day come together? Because it's the rest day that wasn't a rest day. Total day it, was a, it, was, it doesn't look like it was too rough, but I mean, it wasn't a full No, we really went there to see if we could get on Frozen yeah. because we had missed out on that day before. So we had no plans to meet up, but we did have that ADR plan for Kona. I'm going to be honest with you. Kona wasn't my favorite meal. Oh, okay. Um, I felt like the food had been under a heat lamp for two hours before I got there. Could have been staffing. It could have just been an mm. off day. I, I would try it again. Um, my husband's Tonga Toast was good. And my kids liked their gluten-free Mickey waffles and pancakes because I guess what's not to like. But for me, it was just okay. <laughs> um, and then we we just ran back into Epcot to get on Frozen. Um, we ate at Sunshine Seasons, which was really a good meal. <laughs> Here's the problem. Um, I love Sunshine Seasons, but now that Connections Cafe is open, I don't know if I'm going to go to Sunshine Seasons anymore because uh -oh. Connections has some pretty good options. And it's even more convenient than sunshine seasons is over at the land i'll probably go there for nostalgic reasons but connections cafe it's, it's like the new hotness right there in the middle of that like yeah, i didn't get oh, there a couple so, weeks ago yeah, i have to get to connections but pretty good yeah it, it's, <laughs> it's kind time. of the same thing you know it's like kind of safe like not too crazy counter service food you know kind of sunshine seasons and, and uh connections cafe are kind of dipping out of the same bucket i think okay all right so it, it'll probably be a good spot we'll have to hit it up for sure yeah totally now you guys went back and, and had a little pool time at the polynesian great pool there i mean everybody had to have loved that right i mean that, that's an yeah. awesome pool kids loved it they loved the the kids play area um lots of slides lots of things to climb on um they had a great time we loved it and then, speaking of Wilderness Lodge the day before, to see the Christmas decorations, probably either one or two as far as resorts for Christmas decorations, you went to the other resort that would come in either first or second place, the Grand Floridian. So you had dinner. Okay, we're just keeping this between us. Listen to today's show, just between uh, Crystal, me, and you, all three of us right here that are listening to the show. <laughs> Grand Floridian Cafe is always a good meal, and you can usually get an ADR. And we yeah. talked pre-show. You agree with me, right? It's so <laughs> good. 
And I thought it was maybe because I had low expectations, but I went during my last trip and it was still so good. Yeah, and I got that that ADR I got like 20 minutes before it was time for us to go. Right. We were in the Magic Kingdom and we're like, oh, one's available. Let's go. And we just walked over there. It's so good. Um, I was really surprised. I didn't have super high expectations. I figured it would be decent. We really went to see the gingerbread house and to be festive and to take a picture in our Santa Mickey shirts in front of the gingerbread nice. house um, and get a bite to eat. Not supposed to be a big deal. I'm like, this is really good. Um, yeah. It is. And, and I was always scared to go there because it was called the Grand Floridian Cafe. I thought it was like super fancy, you know, like yeah. because, it's, you know, I had this thing. I, I have like an inferiority complex, right? I'm from Missouri. I'm, I wear a ball cap. I'm just like as blue collar as I come. And I was always scared to even go to that hotel. Then I started passing through because I was riding the monorail and stuff. And then the first time I went there, I'm like, okay, it, it's kind of Victorian looking in here, but it's not like super fancy. Like it's got chicken and it's, you know, <laughs> I mean, like the food here is like, you know, it's a little bit more expensive, but it's not terribly expensive, you know, but it's, it's good food. And so I it's go there good all the food. Time. Yeah. I think for the value, <laughs> it's I really think, good. Food I think it's good value. stuff. I agree. I agree. I think, I think it's a you good can value. lose. All right. So the only part we haven't talked about, it's Hollywood Studios. You went there the next day. So how did that go for you guys? Because that seems like the kids would like that, especially for characters, slinky dogs, stuff like that. Yeah, that went really well. We did get we did get our act together for early entry. We rode slinky dog because my daughter was tall enough to ride. And then we got to use the, um, the rider swap. Um, and so I took my son over to Alien Swirling Saucers and my, my husband and my daughter rode Slinky Dog and then they came off and we immediately got to go, my daughter and myself, into the Fast Pass or the Lightning Lane um, and ride again. And so after that, it was so cute. My, after every ride that we did, my daughter would be like, oh, so now I get to go with mommy or now I get to go with daddy. I get to go again. <laughs> and we're like, no, only on the ones that Zachary can't ride. Yes. Um, I remember those days. She was really something that she yeah. just got to get right back in line and go. Yeah, because Paige, my older daughter, when Mallory was teeny tiny, like like her younger daughter was like the golden fast pass back in the day. Like she got to go twice, you know, because, yeah. of, because of Mallory. I'm like, yeah, that's your younger sister, otherwise known as the golden fast pass. Because yes, you get to ride with your mom, absolutely. now you get to ride with me. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a really great benefit. <laughs> <laughs> totally is. Totally is. I should have gotten her like a little shirt that said, I'm Paige's Golden Fast Pass. <laughs> kind of funny. Now, you guys also did Mickey and Minnie's. You've probably done that before, right? Because you've no. been there. No. So, nope. Because you're a historian. You, you got history. Great movie ride or Mickey and Minnie's? I got to give people's opinions on this. This is a hard I one know. for me. Because Mickey and Minnie's is a good little attraction. Personally, like for me, it's the great movie ride. But my kids love this attraction so now i have to love it because my son's train. like goofy train goofy train goofy train and i'm like oh you're so cute right <laughs> they just love it so it's yeah. hard well kids make us do dumb stuff <laughs> no they do they do so <laughs> being a parent's all about i'm just telling you it is yeah all right so you guys headed back to the polynesian little captain cooks i, I good solid counter service place over at the poly yep it was good it was really good we took it back to the room we got it uh, mobile order we also got to do hollywood and dine with the characters the disney junior characters um before we left the hollywood studios and the food up there is fine it's really about the character experience um and they play great music and my kids were dancing it was it was sweet awesome okay so you have your we're almost to the end of the trip here we got about five minutes left in the show so we're going to get all this in here now it's your son's birthday day 
this day. Yeah. And it's going to be a Magic Kingdom day, but your in-laws are there. They're over at All-Star Movies. But you're going to celebrate your son's birthday. And you did a party in the hotel room, it says here. So tell, tell us about how this day comes. Come, just tell us about the day. I'm excited to hear about this. So this was really not a big party. But we, we sang. We had gifts. Um, wrapped in Mickey paper and all of that. Um, he didn't know it was his birthday. We had a shirt for a special shirt, you know, I'm Toodles with his name on it. <laughs> That's so cute. Um, so, I mean, he doesn't know any different, but we, we just kind of made a little party in the room just to make it special. Um, and then we let him pick out something um, while we were in the Magic Kingdom. Like, I, I'm, I don't, I'm not the kind of parent who buys something every time we walk into a store. So my kids don't expect something when they walk into a store. And so when we came out of Buzz Lightyear and he went to the, I don't, I think it's called Bunny from Toy Story 4. Um, I don't even know who he is, but he's like, (laughs) he just wanted this thing. And I was like, no, we don't need to get that. My husband looks at me, he goes, it's his birthday. Yes, I'm going to buy that. I'm like, get the rabbit. Get that rabbit. Happy birthday, buddy. Um, so yeah, we let him pick out something that day, which was nice. And, um, that was, that was really it. You got to make sure that thing does not get thrown away. Like in five years, you got to make that. Cause you're back. This is a, like, what's this stuffed animal from? We don't need, cause my wife goes through and is like, she gets in cleaning mode. It's like, yes. oh, goodwill, goodwill. <laughs> but you're, that's a special stuffed animal. You got to keep that. Like that's gotta yeah, go. We, so we've got it. It's in his room right now. Okay, good. Mark it though. So it doesn't, you know, 10 years from now, you don't forget like <laughs> that's bunny from the vacation where we celebrate yes. his birthday. Yeah, so so now you guys were over at the Magic Kingdom and fourth family in the day. So as you're getting to the end of the trip, you're really figuring out this early park entry thing. You're making we I did, mean, by, we but like if you would have stayed like two weeks, you guys would have been there way before anybody. Like if you'd have been two weeks, no problem. <laughs> yep, we were we were on the mo- the first monorail to come through. We were the fourth family in line <laughs> for Magic Kingdom that day. When we walked into that park, it was amazing. There was nobody. Like a clear shot of that castle. And it's I was beautiful. Like, wow. <laughs> this really does seem magical. It is. Um, so, but yeah, that was really cool. So you guys also did uh, Pecos Bills for, and I like how you're taking care of these uh, counter service restaurants because I love it at the Magic Kingdom. This is exactly how I eat at the Magic Kingdom. A little Pecos Bills, a little uh, Pinocchio's Village House for dinner, and just had a good time. A little citrus swirl action for snacks. Oh, and just yeah. Went around it because it's going to be your last day in the Magic Kingdom. So, you just kind of went around and, and just made the most of it and, and just kind of, it sounds like celebrated being there. But it, this time of year, though, was the weather nice? And I mean, I guess you were enjoying like the Christmas music and the decorations and all that kind of stuff as well. We haven't talked about it that. It was wonderful. It was festive. It was probably a little warmer than I would have liked. I think I only wore long sleeves one of the days. Um, this, this second day at Magic Kingdom, we were trying to hit the things that we didn't get to do. Um, and also to hit some the things that the kids really liked a second time because we knew this was going to be our last day in the magic kingdom. Um, and we didn't, we didn't do any ADRs. We had like, we had my in-laws now had come and we were just going, you know, we're going to, we're just going to kind of take it as it comes because we don't know how the kids are going to be doing at this point. This is, this is day seven here. <laughs> you're, you're, you're cracking me up. They're like, Oh, we could only wear long sleeves one time. Everybody else that's in December in Florida, like, and we only had to wear long sleeves one time in our vacation. <laughs> it's so funny your perspective on things. I'm like the weather was perfect. It was hot. <laughs> well, I feel like I during get it, Christmas, I get it. I know, you kind of want it to be a little 
cold. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I get that here. I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> the coolest thing I always say, the coolest thing is like a palm tree with Christmas lights on it. That like, when I see that, um, with that beer commercial, uh, that they always do the, Oh, Christmas tree, the guy whistling. And then he just like snaps and the lights come on. Is it, is it, uh, it's Corona, I think every Christmas. And it's just like, that's the coolest thing. It's a palm tree with Christmas lights. We have a big palm tree in our front yard and we (laughs) put Christmas lights on it. That is the best. I'll send you a picture. You got to do that. That is the, I mean, there's nothing better than that to me. Cause it's like, I love tropical weather. I love Florida, but man, I I love Christmas. So it's like the melding of my two favorites. Okay. So last day you guys are getting ready to kind of wrap up this trip, but you really did it right. You kind of packed up the room, got a virtual queue to go over to Epcot and do Remy, but breakfast where you guys really are doing it right here we got a reservation for tapolino <laughs> perfect that's a way to wrap so good it was a way to wrap up the trip again we also didn't know that we would do a park on the last day that was kind of like well we can do it and let's just do it um so we we grabbed a park pass we grabbed a virtual queue um and made our way over to the riviera they have great options for people who are gluten-free they brought my daughter and my son and i a huge basket of muffins and donuts and i'm going wow no one's ever treated me so well (laughs) i'm never going home (laughs) yes i mean it was it was amazing what they had to offer it was it was really impressive um and then the characters the character experience there is great Um, i'm sure it's even better now because you can hug the characters um we took a picture out on the terrace after we had our meal ran over took the Skyliner, which my kids loved. Um, Road Remy, got back on the Skyliner. My sweet son threw up all over me in the Skyliner. And then I had to change in the bathroom at the Riviera Station and get my car and go home. That's that's an indicator that party's over. It was like, time. <laughs> he was telling me, I've had enough. This has been great. And I looked at my daughter and I said, are you ready to go home? And she looked at me and she goes, yes. And I said, Okay, everybody, <laughs> you did awesome. You hung in there with me the whole time. You guys were troopers. Let's yeah. go home. At, at many points in life, that could be the indication that uh, turn out the lights, the party's over. Yeah, yep. <laughs> absolutely. He had had enough. <laughs> oh my gosh, but this was such a great trip, though. I mean, really, you got to go down during the holiday season, got to stay at the Poly, got to visit the Grand, got to visit the Wilderness Lodge, got to go to all four parks, but more importantly, got to spend time with your family and got to, you know, really be together and have some great meals. So as we wrap today, because it's been so much fun talking about this, is there anything you learned or anything you'd like to share with the audience that might help them plan a better trip? Cause you have so many things you have going on here with extended family during the holidays, stuff like that with toddlers, anything you want to share to help folks moving forward with their trips? I guess if you, if it's your first trip with your kids and you're like me and you're type a, you expect the unexpected and and just let stuff go. It's okay. If it doesn't go exactly how you thought it really is going to be okay. It's going to be a great time. However, it turns out having watching your kids enjoy the thing that you love so much is, I mean, it's a 10, no matter what you do, it's going to be a 10. Um, that it, it was just, it was so special to bring my kids to the place that I loved. I'd been dreaming of that trip for four years when my daughter was born and I'd be up at night feeding her. I'd be listening to Disney parks music on the Google speaker, just like sobbing. I can't wait to bring her here. And like, I got to do it. That's, that's what it's all about. That's what I love hearing because 
you know, we all know that, you know, you could turn negative with the parks. You know, there's things that we're not happy about. We don't want to pay for this. We don't want to wait for that. We don't want, you know, you can find an animatronic that's not working there. We can always nitpick all these things. But in the end, if you look for the positive and you look for the memories you get to make with those friends and family, that's what this is all about. That's why we do this show. And that's why we get to talk about this on a Monday. And it's really made me happy hearing this because I can hear the joy and, you know, the four years of waiting were worth it. It sounds like to me. I mean, did it, it totally sounds like it now, you know, it's so cool. And thank you for helping us plan the trip. We couldn't oh. have done it without you. Hey, we couldn't do this podcast without folks <laughs> booking with us. So I appreciate <laughs> it very much. Well, hey, Crystal, you guys take care down there and uh, we'll have to talk again because right after this, less than a month later, you ran your first marathon. So we'll have to talk about that sometime too here. Soon. We'll love it. I mean, how does that take a backseat? But it kind of did to this awesome trip. So we'll, we'll have to get that out there, too. I okay. Like to talk Sounds about great. Okay. Well, hey, thanks for coming on the show and keep living that awesome Florida life. And I'm going to hold you to that palm tree and Christmas lights picture this holiday season. You will have it. You have no word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Don't forget today's show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out today over at themagicforless.com. Don't forget. How can you forget? I can't forget. That the 2023 Walt Disney World packages are going to go on sale this week, June 8th. So if you are ready to book that trip for next year, 2023, now is the time to do so. So just swing by themagicforless.com, fill out that free, no obligation quote, and an agent will get back to you right away. But please have mercy, they probably all won't go out on June 8th, but we'll get to them as quickly as possible. There is a little thing called high demand in travel right now, but we're promised it will take care of you right away. So check them out today. Also extend uh, better booking bonuses for the first month too, by the way, it means bigger Disney gift cards with qualifying packages. So check them out over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It is BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you to our patrons who support the show each and every month. We could not do this without you. You allow us to put this show out three to four times a week all around the world. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest every week. This past week, we talked about Six Flags, which was fun when you're a kid, but it's not Walt Disney World. But there was some fun stuff there. So if you want to get in on that, come on over to patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Give me a follow on the social media at Be Our Guest Mike on Instagram and Twitter. I'd love to talk to you this week. Also, follow the show on Facebook and YouTube to search for the Be Our Guest Podcast. Finally, we'll be live on Facebook and YouTube this Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, where we'll be taking your calls so you can be a part of the show. It's going to be you, me, and Scotty G. So give us a call. Let's talk Disney this Sunday night, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. Join us on Facebook and YouTube Live. All right, we're going to get out of here and let you get on with your Monday. Thank you so much for hanging out with us over the past 50 minutes. We love getting to talk Disney with you. So until we talk again on Wednesday, for Crystal, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Monday. But it's time to get back to work, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.